Hello, and welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast. This is Matt. This is Stefan. Hello. Hi. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, man. What's How about you? you? I'm hungry. Oh, shit. You're hungry? Here, I'm going to switch scenes, so don't say anything. Otherwise, it might cut out your audio. Let's see. Oh, no, it didn't. That's nice. Okay, cool. Well, now I know uh, in the future that when we set it up like that, it'll stay set up like that. So that's nice. That's pretty rad. What are you hungry for? Uh, food. I've been on the, the healthy grind, been trying to decrease the amount of food I eat in a day and also right. exercise a bunch more and right. uh, been doing pretty okay with that. Been pretty good. And today, uh, like start off the morning with a nice spinach feta wrap by Starbucks and a large cold brew and then had uh, like three peppers, like the little vegetable peppers with hummus. And that's all I've had today. And it may sound like I'm starving myself, but I'm an overeater, so I'm I'm trying to like cold turkey on that, and then slowly introduce better foods throughout the day. Uh, so Good until then, until then, and also uh, I went for like a three mile walk during my lunch break. Uh, it's gonna be a rough transition, but it's going okay. It's getting better each day. I'm glad, dude. It seems like it was a um, coffee kind of morning because Rose and I got coffee this morning too, and. Uh, mm. I saw David for a brief moment, and David had a coffee too. And um, we went to Starbucks, and Rose got that uh, turkey, bacon, egg white, cheddar sandwich. It's pretty good. Oh, that's my other go-to. So it's either the spinach feta or that one because I just fucking gobble those up. Just a little gobble monster over here. <laughs> I had oh, an no. ice. I had an iced coffee, and I've had some snacks throughout the day, but I too haven't had like a like a decent meal. I've been. Up since 7 a.m. Actually, I've been up since 6 a.m. and just going hard. Yo, uh, I will say, and also this is now the Starbucks podcast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, the pistachio cream cold brew. Do not sleep on that. That shit fucking slaps. Pistachio cream cold brew. Yes, 100%. It's not too heavy on, like, calories or anything like that. I mean, I'm not ordering it right now, but, like, my girl who... Usually does nothing but talk shit about Starbucks. Loves the pistachio cream cold brew, and I fucking love it too. It's pretty great. And my uh, my sister also, everyone I know loves it. Who's tried it? So you guys should definitely try it next time. Nice man. I'll definitely have to give it a whirl. I just had a plain old iced coffee. Uh, yeah, I just had the uh, matcha latte. You know what? That's perfectly cool. Everyone likes their thing. Mine. I just had a venti giant ass cold brew. So a bucket of black coffee and that's gotten me through the day pretty okay so you gotta do what you gotta hell do yeah hell yeah hey do you notice we have a an extra follower uh who is it i don't know i, I can't see that shit i just know that we were at seven followers for a long time now we have eight followers um oh. i'm looking right now boop, 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 boop. i bet you i know who it is let me see i oh, bet you, can you see who they i are. bet you it's yeah i bet you it's bert uh I can't. Bert. I can't see at the moment. I was trying to, but I bet you it's uh, Berto TTV. Bert the Squirt. We used to have uh, Frosty Rob come and join us a lot, but you know, he's dead. To, yeah, he died. <laughs> <laughs> Killed but, him. But um, yeah, there's a couple things we didn't get to touch on last week that I I wanted to, um, and one of those in which it's kind of developed in in the sense that I've been able to see it now, um, and that is the show Poker Face. 
Oh, yeah, you kind of told me about that. So It's crazy, uh, man. It's great. Give it a watch. For sure, if from someone who didn't like, I know you didn't like Glass Onion. I liked it okay enough. It definitely wasn't Knives Out, but it was it was entertaining. This is like that. It's awesome. It's like, you just got to watch it. I don't even want to tell you what it's about. I don't even want to tell you how it like develops. Just watch the show. It's fun. What's it on? It's on Peacock. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> I got a login for you. Oh, well, give it to me now over stream. Yeah, sure. Okay, the yeah, username. We'll, we'll do a yeah, yeah, we'll here do go, group here, watch. Get your, get your pen and paper out. Uh-huh, yeah, I the totally username, have that. The username is, is... Sarco is sarcophagus. Okay, how do you spell uh, Um, Like cough, like, <clears throat> and then I guess. Damn, bro. Well, and then I mean, at 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 sbcglobal.net. At, at this bit is already going stale quicker <laughs> than we're telling it. Password password is eat my ass twenty four. Uh, oh, I mean, so your normal password. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a great. <laughs> it's my regular. Yeah, it's my regular. Anyways, so, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what were you gonna say? Sorry. Well, no, I wasn't going to, like, I'm not looking at spoilers or anything. I just saw, I saw something about this online, and I just confirmed that the main actress, Charlie Kale, or Natasha Leone. I don't know how, yeah, one of those. <laughs> uh, Nat Natasha Leone. Uh, she is, uh, she's been in a few things I wanted to watch, and a few, few things I have watched that's really good. The most uh, recent thing I wanted to watch with her was uh, The Russian Doll which I totally missed that one. People loved it. It's kind of a Groundhog Day uh, time loop kind of situation, just a little bit darker. And I saw the first episode and I really enjoyed it. I just never got the chance to watch more. But I, I like her as an actress, so just the fact that you're recommending a show with her in it does pique my interest. It does yeah. uh, peacock my interest, yeah. if you will. Oh, oh my God, no. But yeah. <laughs> wow, that's fucked up. But her, yeah. Hold on, real quick. Her trademark on IMDb is raspy voice. I'm like, wow, that's cool to be known as. That's cool to have your trademark. I mean, it's uh, they ain't lying. Yeah, they're wolfing these nuts. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, definitely give it a watch. It's a lot of fun, ton of fun, especially coming from Glass Onion. It's like a breath of fresh air or a fresh of breath air or however you say it. A breath of fresh. But uh, I wanted yeah, to go yeah, back breath, real breath quick. Of fresh, sorry. I want to go back to my fitness thing just for just for a quick second because something happened today that I thought was very interesting. So I mentioned that I went on a walk today for my lunch break. I live right next to a park, so I'm able to kind of like walk over to the park and hit the trail a little bit and get back in time. And uh, on my process of doing that, uh, it's like a paved trail, so a lot of bikes go through. And one thing a lot of bikers will do is they'll have like a little you know, soundbar or something, blasting off music because they don't want to put in earbuds because that'd be too difficult. Uh, they want everyone on the trail to hear their shit, which, you know, fine, whatever. Uh, but when I was walking, I just heard, like, in the distance, like, da -da 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 -da. I was like, what? Da -da -da -da. <laughs> this dude comes fucking, come around the corner. He's got one of those big-ass wheel bikes. Like, it's it's two wheels, but the wheels are, like, over an inch wide, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen them or not, but they just look like they could run you over. <laughs> and like, he has like a long ass fucking fedora, like Indiana Jones esque, like hat on, giant ass sunglasses that are blocking like from the lower cheek all the way to the upper brow. 
and just fucking blasting Darude Sandstorm at, you know, 1 p.m. on a cold day. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? That's my incredible. man, my man looking over, he looked like he was over 40. I could see some grays popping out, just blasting Darude Sandstorm on the bike trail for everyone to hear. And I, I was tempted to bust a jig, as you say. I did not, but I wanted to. I thought about it for at least two seconds. I was going to say, that's a man of wisdom, style, and class. Yes, and also, subterfuge. I'm I sorry? I'm sorry? I don't know exactly what that word means in this context, but it felt right. It felt like the right word to use. What did you say? Subterfuge. Subterfuge. The fuck yeah, does that, that mean? It's a thing. Oh, just, sure, sure, I got yeah, you. Just, just yeah, just roll with me. Yeah, yes, and. yes, yes, and. Yes, and. Yes, and. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, you guys don't blast your music on the bike trails, and if you are gonna do it, make it like house music or dude sandstorm, something people can enjoy. Yeah, give us a party. If you're gonna make a party, give us a party. Whoa, something disconnect. Your mama. I heard the do 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 do. Did you plug something from your computer? <laughs> uh, so a little little sausage is made right now. Uh, my computer's not currently set up because it is a. Uh, I got a new desk and I'm waiting and part of it's, it's a long story, but basically I only have half the desk right now. Uh, so I don't have my PC set up cause I didn't want to bother setting it up, getting all the wire set up until I have like my final thing, which who knows how long they'll take. So I'm using my laptop that I haven't touched in like a year. Uh, and I spent all day updating it, making sure it'd be ready. And I plugged in some stuff and it's kind of gone back and forth a few times. So if this shit fucking drops, whatever, uh, yo, Berto TTV What's up, Bert? is What's in the up? chat. Yeah, it's Bert. It's good old Bert. And he says, what up? What up, my dude? What's up? My, what's up, my man? Oh, my God. And Park Edgo is also in the chat saying, hi, I want to offer a promotion to eat my dick. Cool. No, yeah, yeah. No, don't read that. V, imagine that fucking uh, bot that's in our chat. Hey, man. Hey, if you're a bot, come on. Give us some more viewers. <laughs> Bring some yeah. people in. I'm not going to pay you nothing, though. Sorry. Yeah. We don't make any money from this. We just do this because we do this. But In fact, if anything, this whole thing is at a loss to us because I'm spending on my electric bill. Uh, I could probably be using this time to better myself. So this whole thing is a net loss in general. Definitely. If you could at least split us even, then at that point, maybe I'll consider tossing you some funds. So gym versus home equipment. What do you prefer? Oh, home equipment. 100%. Yeah, it's just cheaper in the long run, right? Well, not not only cheaper, but... Me as a person, it's kind of a situation of like, if I'm not working out at home, the obligation of a contract for a gym is not going to make me go work out somewhere else. Truth. So that's that's me personally, because like I've had a gym membership multiple times I didn't use and just fucking burnt a hole in my wallet. And then when COVID hit, I did a lot of walking, running, weightlifting in my apartment and stuff like that. So if I'm not doing it there... It's if I'm not doing it here at the most convenient area, it's not going to happen anywhere else. Yeah, but that's I like me. That answer. I know I like that answer. Yeah, I know lots of people have that motivation, and also the gym has a lot of shit most people don't have at their home. So that would absolutely make sense why they would like a gym at that point. It's just personally for me, I like home because it is a guaranteed obligational thing. That yeah, makes sense, dude. Yeah. So I just talked a shit ton. What's your what's your uh, what you got? Speak. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
you texted me earlier today. Like, I'm so excited for this podcast. I have so many topics, and you give me a second. Give me a second. All right, so um, Rose and I are planning our wedding maybe for October. Oh my god, a Halloween wedding? Well, no, we're gonna try to do it before Halloween because, um, like we're we're trying to kind of sneak it in before all the crazy holidays. We figure people are gonna be busy on Halloween, like especially people with children uh, who want to take them trick or treating, and then. Right after that is Thanksgiving, and then right after that is Christmas and New Year's. So we're trying to kind of like sneak it in in like the first few weeks of October if we can, like before the thirty first. But shooting for a weekend. Nice. And then well, we um, uh, might go take a trip to Colorado. Man, fuck you! I was talking about going to Colorado with my girl. That's not you piece of shit. Hey, it's our uh, it's our honeymoon, so you got to give me a pass. I don't give a fat fuck. I'm Truth. kidding. I got a um, I got another little uh, topic, and I'll let, and then we'll switch off. Um, I uh, recently rearranged downstairs. You saw this as well, and um, I know I might have talked to you about this in person, but I don't know if I talked ab- about it on podcast. But basically, downstairs we have it wired to where we have a five point one system that's just never been used, um, or maybe it was used for like a year of its life and then just never again. But it's some really nice speakers, and they're, like, permanently fixed into the walls and all that jazz. So I had an old AV receiver that was given to me by my professor from Northwest Vista. And it worked for years, but um, I finally, like, I guess it finally just, like, kicked the bucket and stopped working. So I was like, well, V-imagine that. And uh, fucking come to find out that a brand new receiver is like $750. And I'm like, who would justify that, right? I mean, everything nowadays is wireless. Don't you have like a wireless um, semi-surround system or something? Uh, semi, the the base part of it is wireless. Right, but you have like satellite speakers and a sound bar, right? I mean, that's like the style. Yeah. So, oh, wait, no, I don't have satellites. I just have a sound bar. Okay, so you have a soundbar and a subwoofer, but then again, that's like the style nowadays, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, I decided to call Bjorn's, which they used to do repairs, and I guess they still do repairs, but they used to have like a used inventory. So um, when they answered the phone, I was like, hey, so um, do you guys have any used AV receivers for like a 5.1 surround sound system? And they're like, well, we don't really do used inventory. All of our inventory is mostly new. And I said, oh, okay, well, that's fine. But um, I don't know, like, could you maybe transfer me to your repair guy? Because I have a couple questions for him. And he was like, yeah, sure. So repair guy picks up and I'm like, so I got this old Pioneer Elite and I gave him like the model number and everything. And I was like, it's uh, definitely like a power supply issue because it turns on, but then it doesn't turn on the secondary amp, which is supposed to power the speakers. And he said, when something like that happens, it's like better to just toss the whole unit because more than likely it's deeper than just a power supply. And he was like, and especially because you're talking about a unit that came in, came out in 2005, that's a 20 year old unit. And I like had to think about that, bro. I was like, wait, what? And I had to think about it. And I was like, holy shit, he's right. That was 18 years ago. Wow. Fuck. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was just like, well, that's crazy to think about. 2005 was damn near 20 years ago. V imagine that. But I decided, um, and I just asked him straight up. I was like, well, what would you do in this situation? Would you, you know, buy something new or would you just go try to find something used that's cheap? And he's like, dude, honestly, go the cheap route. I was like, all right. So 
I ended up actually finding a like unit from 2016. So that's, that's fairly new under 10 and, uh, has like 5.1 and 4k HDMI and all this stuff for a hundred bucks. Thank you. Thank, uh, thank you. Facebook marketplace. Nice. But it's just crazy because it's like, it's something that it seems so niche nowadays, you know, to have that big receiver, that big audio video receiver and like have to manually hook up all these speakers using speaker wire and like the little twist knobs on the back. Like it seems so ancient. I can't believe that new units start at like 500 for the cheapest ones. Yeah. It's just insane yeah, it to me. I mean, shit progresses, shit changes. Absolutely. Isn't... But you know, it's like one of those things where it's like you find a Blu-ray player for like 25 bucks or 50 bucks. You know what I mean? Like they, these receivers, this kind of technology, this whole kind of setup, like nobody uses it anymore. And so it was just kind of crazy to me that, well, first of all, the one I was fucking with is actually almost 20 years old. And secondly, that my God, like, I can't believe they start there. That's expensive. Like no matter how you cut it for what is basically uh, ancient technology. Speaking of ancient technology, Ancient aliens. What do they say in that show? Rose and I had a real quick. Rose and I had a game where. <laughs> How fucking like, dare you? You killed like, my segue. Well, real quick, we had a game where we were drinking. Uh, well, we weren't drinking, but I was saying if if we were drinking, we would definitely be fucking dead. Where it's like take a shot because my dad watches Ancient Aliens and we'll just have it on in the back background. It's like take a shot every time they say ancient astronaut theorist and you'll be fucking dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's like their, that's their call sign. All right. Sorry to fuck up your segue. What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, are you going to start selling your VHSs? Probably not. Cause, um, have you, but have you heard about this? Did I tell you about this um, last time? Is it that like some of those VHSs go for like thousands, right? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently you could sell, uh, VHSs because, uh, our generation is a slave to nostalgia apparently. And, just they need to buy anything that remotely reminds them of nostalgia or collectible to any degree. And uh, it's pretty fucking insane uh, because especially VHSs. I was just talking to my sister about this the other day that like VHSs are great. I mean, there's nothing like putting a big old brick right in the machine, hitting the play button and watch a movie like it's a whole very aesthetically pleasing thing. But at the same time, VHSs fucking suck like the. The tapes are made to basically deteriorate, or the film is is made to like not last a long time. So the act of saving them only for someone to just look at them is just pretty kind of silly, honestly. Yes and no. Um, tape definitely does degrade, but it's better than like having a reel to reel eight millimeter or like a or like a twenty millimeter because it's encased in that plastic and inside of a box at all times. It's basically in its own dark room. So. F- Feasibly, that f- the tape inside of a VHS can actually outlast most DVDs. Uh, DVDs will deteriorate faster because that layer of plastic will oxidize, and then sun- you know, then your DVD reader or Blu-ray player won't be able to read the disc anymore. Same with like Xbox 360 games. Discs are actually the worst um, longevity; have the worst longevity for like all kinds of mediums. Um, the second worst or maybe even the first worst would be like your film strip, 35 negative or 16 millimeter negative or eight millimeter negative. But But, what's, what's crazy is that VHSs, if played on the right thing, actually look really good. Like if you play a VHS on a CRT, 
it actually looks pretty great um, because it uses what's called interlacing. And old school TVs were able to handle uh, interlacing at a progressive scan and show the picture line by line and you would never notice any sort of visual warp if you had a good VHS player. Now that's also a hard thing is finding a good VHS player. But the best thing about VHSs is the sound quality. Even to this day, you can't replicate that sound quality on a virtual file, on a streaming site, or on a Blu-ray. That sound quality that comes from tape is true analog signal. And uh, that a lot of people seek that out. So if you had like the old, like me, if you had a CRT and an old um, VHS player, it would actually look pretty good quality wise and the longevity okay. like i wouldn't worry about them degrading i would worry about ha putting them in a bad machine or most of the machines going to shit first because they use like motors you know and once those motors go bad they can catch the tape it's you're right it's a messy format like definitely i'm, I'm not disagreeing with that but as far as it goes for them deteriorating you'd actually be surprised well no hold on bucko the, so the main thing of this first of all Take away the fucking video and sound quality because most people are just buying this to look at it, which like I understand wanting to collect something, collect something that's like fine, whatever, I guess. Um, but also it's a situation of like, let's compare it to another collectible like vinyl records. Now, vinyl records can also deteriorate uh, with enough heat. They could even like bend or not taken care of, whatever like that. But for VHSs, like a magnet passes by, they're fucked. It like heat can like certainly melt the film in that quicker than it can a vinyl or anything else. Also, like it's just a situation of like no one is buying it to watch these movies. Like I said, it's just they do it for the collectible purchase of it. And even if they did buy it to watch movies, I agree with you. The sound quality is like pretty nice. And I am a fan of VHS like tape the, the way VHS tapes look, but. Listen, dude, they're, they're not you or I uh, to the point of like, oh, it's really the vibe of watching it on this. It's like, undebatably, newer movies, 4K movies, whatever, look better. They've been restored. They just, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's an aesthetic thing. That, it's that's, weird. That's it's what you mean when it says it looks really nice is for the aesthetic, it looks really nice. And if you're a fan of that aesthetic, like you or I, it's, it is nice. But most people don't give a shit about that. Yeah, no. And most people have shitty VHS players. Like, it's hard to find a, a nice one. <laughs> Unless you got lucky, um, you know, because there, there was such a long period of time where VHS um, players, right, didn't actually, or you call it like a VCR, right? The VHS is the tape, the VCR is the player. There was a lot of VCRs that didn't have tracking, they didn't have dual heads, they had issues, they'd get the tape stuck up in the reels, and once you do that, you basically ruin the movie. Um, there's almost no way to spool it back. So um, you can try by hand, but it might always not be the right tension anymore. And yeah, it's messy. It's just like cassette tape moving to CD. Like CD was certainly more convenient. Um, you could put more songs on one CD and you could put a whole album on a CD and then some. Um, but, you know, back then you had to flip the tape around and then it got fucked in, fucking stuck in your Walkman or whatever. <laughs> But like, just like me, I recently went through all my um, old game consoles, um, organized all my games from alphabetical order by console, by, uh, you know, everything. And I was like, man, um, I kind of want to put the consoles in a better spot. So I'm actually going to take the floating shelf that's right outside my studio that has a bunch of dusty books on it, give those books to my nephew, Roman, which is another topic. Um, and yeah. 
I'm going to put my consoles kind of more, more so on display. And it's a timepiece. You know, how often do I really sit down and play those consoles? Not often. I'd barely play games as it is, but like you said, it's just a nostalgic vibe. And, but yeah, undoubtedly what we got nowadays just blows it out of the water. Um, especially visually. And yeah, now we got stuff like DTS and Dolby vision. And then we got shit like surround sound, you know, THX and DTS right in our house or whatever. It's crazy. I mean, the thing is like this, I mean, it makes more sense than NFTs, which are, you know, fucking bullshit. (laughs) Like it, at least this is something physical and it truly is like a collector's item. But at the same time, one of the biggest examples for something that goes for a really high VHS is uh superman 3 and that movie's garbage it's just like is real is anyone really gonna spend five thousand dollars on superman 3 the answer is yes because uh people are just dumb or have too much money and just don't like not being in debt or something i i don't know it's just a silly trend uh but yeah go ahead and talk about your dumb nephew i'm kidding (laughs) oh my (laughs) fucking yeah i got a nephew now my sister had a baby yay yeah (laughs) It is cool. Uh, I already, I already gave you congratulations, hugs, and whatnot. Yep, he's a cool baby. Nice. Uh, so you're gonna get Dead Space? <laughs> oh man, am I? No, I don't think so. Not yet. I don't know. Fuck. I heard it was. I heard it was. Uh, I've heard some really great things about it, and I actually, I bought it. It's loaded up on my PlayStation. I was gonna play it before my girlfriend gets home, uh, but instead, I'm here with you. So thank you for that. Well, speaking of which, we are at the halfway point, so. So I'm going to finish my point about Dead Space. So, I mean, the biggest thing was, uh, I just wanted to say real quick, was that, or do you want me to do it after the plug? Uh, whatever you want to do. I don't matter to me. Okay. Uh, well, we'll leave everyone on the edge of their seats about what Matt was going to say about Dead Space as Stefan plugs. Remember to go to www.theemptyglasspodcast.com and follow us on all of our podcast sites. If you want to listen to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google, your own Alexa, whatever the hell you want to listen to us on, just go to www.theemptyglasspodcast.com. That's where you'll find all of our links. And we try to do an episode every week. Sometimes we don't. but Like uh, last week. Subscribe and lick us. Nope like us sorry i read the script wrong and um go to bon shushu to eat snails how was that uh much more uh much more elegant eloquent than mine mine are very sporadic and uh jumpy but very good uh 8.5 out of 10 all right well let's talk about dead space um i almost said dead space 2 let's talk about dead space 4 dead space 1 the the first one again so um i've been listening to a lot of reviews on it and read and read a few articles and the consensus the consensus is that it is a is the best remake of a video game uh and what that means is that it's completely built from the ground up uh one of the reviews I watched, a guy named uh, Skillup, who I watch a lot of his videos, and I actually love his opinion on things. I think he's very knowledgeable over video games. Um, is that he played the original Dead Space shortly before playing the remake and said, like, this game really doesn't need a remake because it's, like, so well done. But then he played the remake and then said, this is literally the definitive way to play this game because they really 
they they improve upon it's not just remaking or just remastering but they really do stack and improve upon things uh one of the biggest things is the anti-gravity in the first game is uh not the best especially since this the second game dead space 2 had the better anti-gravity thing in the first game you look at a ceiling or a wall and then your character like dives over to it while in the second game you just free float fly around and then you land wherever you want to this remake has that this remake has that uh kind of anti-gravity thing and that's just one of the big biggest examples i can give of how like they took the best parts of the franchise and put it into the first game and then also redid the whole mapping of the levels to so you can kind of backtrack or like kind of have like a a train you could take to different areas so it makes it more of a um like there's more kind of optional things to do and they still apparently made it scary so that sounds fucking fantastic and i am actually very impressed with current ea uh but those little idiots loves birdo tv oh that's great <laughs> that's me that's uh that's me that's my just my personal account oh my god i don't even know if he's here anymore <laughs> oh i i don't know hi bert anyways so yeah so if you love dead space and it's been a while since you played it and you want to play a little better version of it apparently this remake is really fucking good but i will uh actually play it and get back to you i just need a fucking purge from the callisto protocol because fuck that game <laughs> yeah um most everything i've heard about dead space remake has been amazing i mean i watched um i think i watched the ign review on it or maybe i had it on the background and got, you know, just the gist of it. But I think they gave it like an like an eight and a half or a nine or something. Like, that's nine. pretty good. They gave it a nine. That's pretty good for uh, ignorant standards. I mean, um, once again, if you ever want to, like, know some, like, a really good reviewer that I actually, like, really respect, uh, Skill Up. He's an Australian YouTuber. He also does, like, daily, um, daily kind of updates on, like, gaming and stuff like that, news updates. Uh, but his reviews are very well thought out. Like it, there's been like a couple games we don't agree on that I like, he didn't like, or vice versa. But it's but he explains why he likes it, and he also explains why he would understand people wouldn't like it and stuff. It's very neutral territory, and he he doesn't give a rating system. He usually just says like, I don't recommend. I recommend. I strongly recommend. And this was a game that he like strongly recommended as a as a thing where he couldn't recommend the last of us because it's just updated graphics and that's about it so i don't know it's just very good recommend it i know this is a true remake in the sense of the word this isn't like they're this isn't the halo anniversary skin over with xbox 360 graphics but the same engine it's it's an entirely new engine uh like i know that they gave the protagonist a voice now he talks not all the time but when he should it and it is exciting. the voice actor. It is from, the same voice actor as yeah. two and three, which is the only time that Isaac ever spoke, um, canon wise. Um, but there's a part of me that's like, I also have on my Series X just the original Dead Space one, and it runs at 60 frames a second in 4K, which is pretty impressive for a 360 title. And it looks great. Um, now, will I get it? Probably. But what I think I want to do first is either get close to beating Horizon, which I don't know. That seems so fucking unlikely for me. Um, but I think <laughs> what I want to do first is I think I want to play The Last of Us through um, with Rose and then watch the show and then probably do something like Dead Space. But the thing is, is, you know me, I like my fast paced jump in, jump out kind of video games. 
and in fact, I actually set up, like I said, all my old my old consoles, and I have uh, my 360 Elite hooked up to my computer. But man, she is loud. Like whenever I decide to pop a game on on it, I mean, it's like a jet plane taking off. It's insane. Um, and that's just apparently how some of them are. But the white 360 I have in my gaming cabinet is actually older than this Elite. The Elite was given to me by David, and it's quiet. Like the fuck. Mm. It's just very is... weird. It's I mean, but then again, you know, we're talking like first generation 360s, which are known to overheat and known to blow up, versus um, well, actually, they're both first generations and. The white arcade console is much quieter. Uh, I don't know why. But I know that, like, the one you have, which is the E, which we've talked about before, I think, on podcast. Last maybe. podcast. Last podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, that is, that's a good, like, version of the console. Yeah. Uh, if, if anything, yeah. it's actually the best version of the 360 to have. I, yeah, and we already talked about it, so I don't want to get too much into it but uh i was gonna say because you talked about the last of us you should absolutely play the last of us uh before horizon uh because like i'm even struggling with horizon 2 like that that game is too fucking big and it's really like just too much for me so i i literally like will pick it up for like a few days and then just put it down for a few months <laughs> like it's it, it's the biggest fucking meal of a game uh for better and worse um, Yeah. but uh francille and i Oh, well, fuck. Just, okay. <laughs> I was trying not to say her name, and it finally happened. Uh, we watched. Go. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, uh, doxed, so we were. Bro, fucking doxed. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Anyway, so we were watching uh, The Last of Us show, and she saw the opening of the video game where, you know, if anyone's seen the opening of The Last of Us, spoilers, Joel's daughter lives a full, happy life. Uh, <laughs> she. We. We so she saw that scene and like, she got emotional to it, and then we watched the show, which uh, is fucking fantastic. It's really, it is really great, um, and she's enjoying it quite a bit. But you haven't checked it out all yet, right? You said you're gonna wait till after you beat the game. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm. I hope uh, you do both in a timely manner because there will be. There's a lot to say about it in very good ways. I think it's probably the best uh, video game adaptation that exists. I think it is uh, put Halo in the fucking dirt, the Halo show in the dirt where it belongs. <laughs> I mean, As let's be honest, man. That's not a that's not a, even a high bar <laughs> to set. <laughs> Halo was I, so bad that to this day, I cringe, man. I hate to say I cringe because I know people cringe when they say people hear people say they cringe, but I cringe. And I'd like, rather watch... a lot of shows don't insult me, which brings me to another point, but. This the Halo fucking insulted me. It insulted me. I'd rather watch a Super Mario Brothers movie, the one from the nineties, over and over, like until the runtime, oh, yeah. the, the Halo runtime. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which brings me to another point: uh, the Velma show. Have you heard about this? I have heard about this. Um, I have not I, watched a single episode. I'm not gonna fucking not watch going a single episode. To. Yeah. I've I've seen enough about it. I've watched enough reviews about it and like people talking about it. I'm like, this seems like the worst fucking thing to ever exist. <laughs> this, it just sounds, you know, the DC characters. Although it bothers me, it's still more understandable to take a more like mature approach. I guess you know, with the gore and the violence and the cussing and the sex. But 
Velma? And these are fucking high schoolers? And it's all HBO'd the fuck out, man? HBO, it stands for how about opening all your clothes off and saying fuck as many times as you can. I mean, I don't know why you sound like a fucking PTA no, dad right now. I'm not but... a PTA dad, but I mean, like, Velma, bro? Yeah, Velma? no. Okay. <laughs> Velma? The... I'm just kidding. Stop, dude. I don't know why that voice was just, like, really, like, hitting a point in my head. You're good. You're good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, everybody. Um, yeah, no, that fucking that show is, like, absolute dog shit. It looks really lazy. And it's it's an interesting situation. I think it is funny where you have people like, wow, this woke Velma show is just showing what the liberals want or whatever. Or not liberals, but just, you know, generic like woke culture, blah, blah. But then you get people who are quote unquote woke being like, yeah, the show is still shit, dude. Like, it's not us. Like, it's just a really fucking awful show. Yeah, there's a place, there's a time and a place and there's certain IPs that I feel like you can easily take there, but. I never would have guessed. The Scooby-Doo and, one is like IP has been fucking rough for a while. And like, they really should permanently retire it or at least put on like a long ass hiatus. Like this grinding for that IP to just constantly be used is just ridiculous. Yeah. It seems like they uh, sold that IP to the wrong place, but kind of like to backtrack just a sec. I know you said I sounded like a PTA dad, but I want to kind of add some reasoning behind that. Um, When I first heard about the Velma show, I had no idea. I mean, I like literally saw the cover for it and like kind of like saw some articles like somewhat sort of, but not really like reading into it, if you will. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was just a bad show in the sense that it's just a bad show, like for kids. Still thought maybe, okay, this is like, maybe it's targeting more of like a teenage audience and that doesn't resonate so well anymore. It's not, it doesn't have as much lasting appeal. Maybe they're TikTok dancing, you know, the usual. But then I found out that it's like super gory, full of sex and violence and cussing. And I'm like, wait, what? And nudity. And 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 nudity, yeah. Like it shows like naked teenagers in it. And people are like, this is crossing a line. Like, this is fucked up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like a full-on, we're in an alt-universe now. Like, we, we made it. We made it to the alt-universe. We're here now. Started uh, with 2012 in the Mayans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't surprise me they made something like this. Like, they, they I, I can't think of a really good example, but they've tried to make other shit, like, edgy and stuff like that. But this was just such a fucking poor take. Like... Whoever pitched this, which I think Mindy uh, Kaling is uh, taking the brunt of it. I don't, I know she's the voice no. of Velma yeah, and I know the... she's like a writer. I don't, but I don't know if she's like, I don't know how overly involved she is, but anyone who signed up for this, and unfortunately, Glenn Howerton is in this. I fucking love Glenn Howerton. He's a golden god and he plays Fred. Uh, like anyone who got wrapped up into this is like, how the fuck did you think for even a second this was a good idea? Because like, like I said, I, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos like going through it, and it's just like no one says a funny joke at all. Like yeah. no, no, none of the jokes land. Like none of them have any bit of comedy sense. And the people are talking shit about like this is a woke show, but at the same time, she has a fucking Me Too joke. It's like, oh, comedy hasn't been the same since the fucking Me Too movement. I'm like, 
that's not a like woke thing to say. That's actually the opposite end. So it's just like, who is the show made for? Um, nobody, because it's it's by the person. Well, so what's interesting is it's by Ann Walker Farrell, who did BoJack Horseman. Really? Yeah. Wow. And for what I understand, like BoJack Horseman is also one of those shows that's funny, but it's not ha ha funny. Uh huh. Ha <laughs> ha. And uh, it, like, touches on a lot of, like, depression and stuff. And, like, that's decent. But from what I've heard, it's a horribly depressing show. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah. So, I mean, it kind of doesn't surprise me. It's by the same person with that mind. But I don't know. Maybe if it could have just been done a little bit differently or a little more in... It could still be in poor taste. But, you know, take more of the Deadpool in poor taste and less of the campy slasher film that you're like trying to be funny with and the jokes just don't land like scream five yeah oh speaking of which did you see the trailer for scream okay well it's just called well, scream, scream six now. yeah it's called scream now but but get it because the you know yeah it's because it's, it's just like called scream because it's, it's just scream now but they have the little roman numeral six sneaky i uh yeah, I fucking wait. No, 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 wrong. Hold on. No, I'm I right. Mean, not wrong. The M, no, hold on. The M is the Roman numeral six on the first vertices of the M, and then the straight line of it makes an I. No, I think. Okay, no, no, no. Listen, it, it is Scream Six. The last movie that came out, Scream Five, was just called Scream. You're right. Yeah. So I was like, you're half right, but yeah. But am so I right on the on the like logo for the new one too? Like the six yeah, is part the, of the M. The M is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like, what I yes, thought. Yes, you're correct. Cool. I, I was like, uh, okay, either I'm really high, <laughs> which is possible, or yeah, you filthy little drug addict, what? little boy. Absolutely. What? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's <laughs> <laughs> what it sound like you're about to say. Just absolutely, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> it's fucking Friday, my dude. Get off my fucking back. I've been up since six a.m. Man, give me some slack. God, God, dude. I'm, uh, good. I'm good. Are you going to watch? Do you care? Did you watch the latest Scream movie? Do you even care about this new one coming out? I did watch the latest Scream movie, actually. And, uh, it, uh, no. Rough. Yeah, no. Uh uh. It was the latest Scream movie was like, I know a lot of people loved it. And it, yes, it's better than Scream 3. Yeah. And it looks better. Looks like cinematography wise, looks better than Scream 4, which has fucking. KY jelly on the lens the entire time, but it is way, way, way too overly meta, like to the point that it is frustratingly annoying. Like, oh, yeah, the movie's annoying. That's the fucking perfect word for it. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's still not bad. I could watch Scream 5 if I was doing like a marathon, but like people were like, oh my God, Scream is back. This is such a fucking great Scream movie. I'm like, it was good. It was fine. Like, but like the characters were so overly annoying and meta, like constantly. It's like, okay, that's that that is the joke of Scream. Scream is meta, but it was like that at a time that that wasn't popular with all fucking media. And then also it was way dialed down. So now you have a movie that was like way dialed up in the meta-ness. And then also there's a million other fucking Deadpool exists nowadays. Like it's it's just fucking ridiculous. It's very true. Speaking of ridiculous. Uh, yes. Uh, we watched Malignant. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Let me, all right, thoughts. Give me your thoughts. It was, uh, there was a scene in the movie where, like, 
you know, the sister like um, reveals a thing and it does that. You told us kind of about this part. And it was like Rose looked over to me and she was like, yeah, I could see what Matt was talking about. It's, it's so, supposed to be like that. I know. It's so <laughs> bad. And we're like, what is this dialogue? But, I mean, it's memorable for that reason. What's interesting is I wish you could take the plot of Malignant, Barbarian, and Smile and kind of, like, interweave, not necessarily, like, all three plots together, but kind of get that vibe because they, they kind of all vibe a lot. So, you know, Barbarian the is the one movie that I haven't seen yet. I forgot to watch a movie. Uh, oh, yeah. So you need to no watch Barbarian. On that end. Barbarians is my favorite horror movie I've seen in a long time. And I, I found really out, enjoyed I found, Smile. I enjoyed Smile a lot, too. I would dare to say that I like Barbarian more. So, you should definitely watch it. And let me know what you think. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, I also found out that Barbarian was directed by Zach Krager, who is from The Whitest Kids You Know. Mm. Zach and um, it shows because it also uh, without giving away too much it has moments of funny you know of like what the and that's that great. makes me really really want to watch it now what you need the... to I mean watch I already it. I already want to watch it oh no fucking shit dude that's cool it's that's, like, that's like his biggest movie now, or what oh uh, Zach Krager yeah it's I think his first movie I think it's his first like dolge into Hollywood uh, actually, yeah, I'm looking at his uh, IMDb right now. Most of it's just like you know TV series, like short. This is like his first movie, and it actually had a lot of fucking uh, traction. So that's fucking cool. Anybody uh, who hasn't seen Barbarian, definitely give it a watch. Um, it, wow. I mean, I had, I thought I had some things. You know, every horror movie you watch, you kind of are predicting stuff or like trying to see what's going to happen next. Wowzers. <laughs> I mean, from from the trailer, I already am like, okay, I'm not going to even try to guess what's going on. I'm just going to fucking roll with it. That's um, uh, that's how you should handle this movie, for sure. Nice. I like and I'm Smile a lot. Smile definitely tickled that fancy, um, but I, had moments. I, I wish they did more. You know, I felt like right when the movie was getting real interesting, it just... I mean, it, it's not that it was super disappointing. I, I mean, like, I mean, how could have I done it better? Whatever. But I really appreciate a movie that goes places, like takes us different locations. And that movie started to do it and then just fell on its face. Well, I mean, I don't think it fell on its face. Like, I actually really like the ending of or like the climax because it. Uh, it works. I don't want to spoil movie. it. Well, the thing is, I don't want to spoil it. But it goes from one version of horror to a different version of horror. True. Uh, I mean, it's, which a I, it's a compliment for me, like, the way I see it. It's like, I want more of it, you know? Like, I felt, I felt like, and, you know, like you said, always leave your audience wanting more, for sure. And it worked for the movie. But I agree, that climax in Smile is bone-chilling. Because I really like uh, the entity. Just leaving it at that. I just like that. I like the design of it. I thought it was cool. But, um... I I thought it was a little. Uh, I thought the design of the entity was a little. Eh. But well, the thing is, like, I I thought it was fine for what it was because it it was first of all we had to say like this movie actually did not have a crazy budget. It just had an true. okay budget. True. Uh, so like a sequel or something, and I think could really blossom. Not necessarily saying I want a sequel, but it could. Um, I mean, when you see the thing on when you see the fire moment, that's like that's rough. That is the worst. That's the roughest part of the entire movie. 
but um from what the creature originally was and then like what it turns like the last scene you see it as like oh fuck yeah dude i love that practical effects like the practical just everything oh so good and the way it ended uh i have an opinion over horror movies in on a pessimistic note or an optimistic note i usually prefer uh optimistic not necessarily because i want a happy ending with everything but for a lot of times like you want to show that your character's struggles and like good decisions are paid off for in the end. True. Um, I'm not going to say which version this movie has, but I actually really liked how it ended. I thought, I thought the ending of it was very on point. And actually I kind of came out with a whole, I mean, the movie's been out for a while, but maybe uh, this, this time since we've been dancing around it so far, we'll keep dancing off it, but maybe in a podcast or two in the future, uh, we'll go into full spoilers on like why I really liked the ending. And I think there was a much deeper meaning to it. True. I'm down. I'm down, uh, down, the, down the line, but, um, no, no, no. I mean, don't, don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I kind of wanted more of the middle of the movie. You know what I mean? Like just a little Oh yeah, bit. no, I get you. And, um, that's it. I mean, I, I didn't, I don't think it could have ended differently really. Um, and that's a good thing, but on to, uh, did you know that was Kevin Bacon's daughter, by the way? Yes. Uh, we found that out later, and I was like, holy shit, it makes sense. And I think she kind of looks like Rose, and her character's name is Rose, so that's interesting. Dude, well, it's fucking wild. Rose looks just, like her, however that works. Uh, so see Bacon. But uh, <laughs> just kind of a crazy thing I wanted to like put out there before uh, we move on was that she, when the movie started, she looked like she was like 40. And this girl's actually like 23 or something like that. She's very young. Um, or, no, no, she's uh, like born 1992 okay so during the time of the movie she was about 25 i don't want to do math right now i just got off work but um when the movie started she looked like she was like 30 and my sister and my girlfriend and i were, and my mom were like because we all watched it together it's like what the fuck like she looks so old but then like the movie it starts to end and when she starts to look more ragged down it's when she looks super fucking young she looks like she's 17 it's like what is what is wrong with this girl like how does she keep shape-shifting into like younger and older versions of herself yeah, I mean, I I didn't really notice, honestly. I mean, I think like at the beginning, she's just got her hair pulled back and she's tired, and I, maybe in like a way, her circumstances like breathe some new life into her. You know what I mean? I think. Well, I'm, no, I, I think it's more of a situation of like um, she's wearing very mature clothes, and I think she has a lot of distinguished features on her. Like I'm even looking at a picture right her right now. She has a very distinguished like neckline and like uh, part of the mouth, which is usually more distinct. That kind of distinguishedness is more found in older people. Um, and I guess probably the way it was filmed or lighted, it just it really had those pronounced features elevate. But then later in the movie, where she's kind of more in like solid lighting or like out in the open, like she just looks a lot younger and she has her hair down. It's just it was just very interesting that like. It, yeah, it's it was weird like a that, 10 like, years not difference. Only, not like one person noticed it was like three of you guys at the same time making the same observation. Yeah. I also saw it in the theaters, so I know the theater screen like messes with brightness and shit. I I really think it just sticks with the movie. It wasn't really necessarily like how we watched it. Um but yeah, no. That, I don't know why. I just felt like I wanted to say that. So interesting. Bam, baby. So are you gonna <sighs> are you going to um are you gonna buy that fucking PS P, PS five VR Elite? No, PS five Elite controller. Oh, I thought about it. 
but it's a little out of price range. I mean, because the thing is, I was talking about last podcast, I was very much considering getting the Xbox Series S. And uh, yeah, the controller's just a little bit cheaper than that. And I'm like, I don't know. If I'm going to drop $200, I think I'm just going to get a new console. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, at that point, you might as well buy a Series S. Like, that's honestly the smart move. I mean, it looks very cool i looked at all the details for it i saw like you know the details and it has a whole ui uh integrated when on the console when you play video games like it has a lot of cool features i think it is worth at least 100 bucks possibly but um at this point i'm like nah i don't i don't think i'm gonna spend that much money for that yeah i wouldn't either yeah if it went on sale if it got dropped in price Maybe also a little minor thing is I hate the black is uh, glossy, so it shows like fingerprints more and everything like that. I mean, that's yeah. just I hate that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a bad, bad design choice. Um, do you have any of those uh, swagged out PS5 controllers? I don't, uh, but I have a buddy that does. He has a he has a controller that looks like an Arizona T. That's cool. I, I, I definitely see them. I know that Birdo has like a purple one and a black one. Um, and like, do you have any like colored controllers? Uh, yeah, I got a purple one and a blue one. Nice. But, um, cause I was, I got an advertisement the other day for like a modded controller for PS5, essentially where you can add different features to it. And, you know, back in the day, uh, during Modern Warfare 2 on Xbox, uh, Richard and I both got like modded controllers and stuff. Like that was kind of the, the cool thing to do. It's like, oh, you can shoot a pistol like a million miles a minute with just a single button press or something like, and it was cool at the time and stuff. But like, uh, as I've gotten older, I'm kind of in the situation of like, I just want to play games. Like I don't really, I don't really need something extra to like up my game or anything like that or something really crazy. It's like, I just want a controller that plays the game I want to play. And that's basically it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is like you said, uh, allocate that money in a better spot. Like, buy a buy a series s for that amount of money and to invest in dogecoin yeah and then two, just yeah get those uh get those cryptocurrencies sponsored by no i'm just kidding uh but yeah um better help better help um interesting tidbit about the controllers though uh did you know that if it ends with an if your controller ends with a one it actually is from the first wave of ps5 controllers released and some of those have problems but if it has an A, it's from the second wave of controllers released. Just a cool uh, little have, tidbit. I have my serial number PS5 here. controller right now, and it ends with a 1. Oh, so that is from the first wave of PS5 controllers. Now, I mean, uh, the one that you uh, graciously gave to me at an amazing deal, um, the one controller has an a and one controller has a one it's very interesting but i noticed no difference i mean literally there's no difference but it's just a cool little tidbit that one is kind of a first generation and then the other one came out just last year in 2022 and the first one the first wave came out in 2020 wow yeah and i'm also i'm like controller technology is cool to an extent like don't get me wrong i do still think the ps5 controller has a gimmick but it is a more functional gimmick. So it's on that borderline of like, this is truly an immersion type situation. Um, it airs more on that side of the, of the spectrum. But I do find myself turning it off sometimes. Like if I'm playing GTA online, like I don't want to feel every bump in the road while I'm driving. You know what I mean? 
Um, or I'll just turn it to like regular rumble instead of, um, uh, for, what do they call it? 3d touch? No, God damn it. What do they call it? 3d rumble, 3d rumble. Yeah. So, um, but I am excited to see how it works with like Harry Potter. And I think I, I think with shooters, oh man, I mean, that's where it really definitely like feels like a, it actually is a function, you know, it's a, it's a second or a third button on the controller. And I do, you know, we talked about it last time. Like, what do you like better the PS5 or the series? I do think that the PS5, even though it's not as powerful as the Series X, now I don't have a 120 hertz display, so I can't tell you, but I think it runs, I think the PS5 has a level of rendering, I think it just kind of does draw distance rendering and other thing, under other forms of rendering a little better um, than the Series X does, but the Series X is still a wildly insane console, and I can't wait to see like where they both end up in the next five years, later down in their cycle, you know? The main thing is like um, the the Xbox struggles with a reason to exist more than the more so than the PS5 does because you know with we've talked about before but the kind of PC Xbox thing they got going on it's just kind of been a situation of like what's the point of the Xbox if you own a PC like you can just play all the games there and stuff like that although there is still a point I'm not saying there is no point but. For PS5, it's like you need a PS5 to play all the exclusive games because there are exclusive games that are only on the PS5 or at least will be there for months before they even transition over to PC. I, I mean, that's been the biggest thing, honestly. Yeah, I mean, um, Xbox is definitely for the PC guys or for the people who just have an Xbox library. I mean, I think there's definitely a place for it, and it, di- it did sell well. Nowadays, I'm sure the PS5 is outselling it uh, currently since the PS5 is, I don't know, actually available now. Well, um, I was going to say of like, I mean, the main point I was making is like, take away the library of games that exist for both uh, PlayStation and Xbox and just put the consoles by themselves and then add all the games that have come out for this current generation. And Xbox really doesn't really have a leg to stand on in, the, in that regard. Like all games that come out basically also come out to PS5 as well, but not all PS5 games go over to Xbox. And then if in a situation you have a PC already, which granted PCs cost a lot of money. It, it's completely understandable why one wouldn't have a personal PC or can't afford it. Um, if you have a personal PC, then there's pretty much no reason to buy an Xbox other than you just want to sit on your couch. But there are also other alternatives to get your PC on your couch. That's that's the main point I was making is that like take away the library and Xbox doesn't have much. That's why I want to get the cheaper version for per se. I think there's nothing wrong with the Series X. I mean, or I mean, sorry, the Series S. I think it's the perfect middle ground for somebody who wants a few of the Xbox exclusives, wants to have a next-gen experience without dropping $500. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's why I'm uh, in consideration for it. Uh, oh, when my you, God. do you think you're going to pull the trigger? Uh, I don't know. You want to give me $200? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Uh, uh, take me to dinner. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. Take you to a $200 dinner and you'll give me $200? Yes. Okay. That seems fair. Uh, no, nah, I mean, uh, waiting for my tax return to come in. Uh, going to pay off some bills or put money towards bills and then kind of see where I'm at from there. Uh, so it would either be the next few weeks or not at all. <laughs> or not not at all, but much later in the year. But uh, well, uh how... tax return season is coming around the corner, and uh, I don't know if I talked about it on podcast, but that's a scary time for me for sure because you're an independent, 
yeah, uh, it sucks. contractor. Sucks, and it's also fine sometimes. I guess we'll see how this year goes. I mean, whew. Yeah, you need a. I need, need to be saving a, money for the for a wedding. So. Oh yeah, oof. Good luck with that, my dude. Thank you. I mean, your wedding present from like people can just be to pay for your wedding, <laughs> and your honeymoon. It's like, hey, anyone who wants to give us a gift for our, our marriage, just uh, literally put it in this bank account so that way we can pay off this wedding and also pay off our honeymoon. Yeah. Because, um... I mean, you guys already live in a house together and you have like, an, I think you guys have plenty of stuff like because most times when people get married, they're like, oh, well, you're getting freshly married here. We're going to give you gifts. Here's a here's a new toaster oven. Woo. Where it's like, no, just deposit cash app us all the money. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll it's send not... you like five bucks. Nice. I mean, that's not a bad idea. Because you're right. We have a, an astronomical amount of shit. Yeah. And weddings just nowadays are just getting so astronomically up in price and stuff like that. But also, you want to spend more on the honeymoon. In my personal opinion, you want to spend more on the honeymoon than the wedding. I mean, you want to have fun during the wedding. Don't get me wrong. But like, just really splurge on the two of you splurge on the two of you doing your own thing and having fun out there, you know, kissing or holding hands, whatever couples do. Uh, we sometimes go watch movie and then we, we eat. I thought you were about to get really fucking like, yeah, sometimes, uh, we, we, uh, raw dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just oh get really my fucking... God damn. You're <laughs> get your mind out of the gutter. Yeah, not not even after marriage. God damn. <laughs> we need a soundboard because it would actually make your jokes funny, Matt. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, whoa, damn, dude. Damn. Well, uh, with that being said. Fucking burn. I, yeah, I need to go to the hospital and fucking get that burn treated. I sure do. Well, with that being said, this was an excellent episode. Thank you, Matt. And thank you, anybody and everybody watching and nobody watching on Twitch. Remember that we do go live on Twitch. The Empty Glass Podcast is the username all together, no spaces. And that's how you'll find us on Twitch. Otherwise, you can go to www.theemptyglasspodcast.com, and that's where you'll find us on all the other podcast apps like Apple Music or whatever it is, Apple Podcasts and goddamn Spotify and goddamn Google and Alexa and everything. I mean, seriously, we're on stuff that I don't even, I've never even heard of before. So, um, but we're there. So check us out. That's www.theemptyglasspodcast.com. And uh, that's it for podcast stuff. And podcast, Matt, do you have anything to add to the podcast podcast? Eat your kids. Eat your kids. Um, I don't know if we bye. should end. I, bye. I don't know if we should end with eat your kids. It was a great episode until that moment. <laughs> In the fucking episode, you fuck. Okay. Fu-